Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake, and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. And on this week's episode, we are going to be looking at the NBA free agency. We're going to be looking at day one, and more importantly, what the hell's been going on and how things have fared out um, at this point in time. So we are going to be looking at that. So I'm going to start by saying that I am looking at all of this information on ESPN, so all the free agency moves, we'll be looking at them from what is uh, the first, most recent one, all the way to what has happened uh, at the beginning of um, free agency and those moves. So let's uh, let's go from there. So the most recent acquisition, um, or the most recent free agency signing, is Tory Craig, who's going to the Indiana Pacers. And so the Indiana Pacers look to be Adding in another wing, he was part of the Phoenix Suns team that came close to winning a championship. And so he is a veteran who will be helping them potentially off the bench, who is a pretty solid signing, in my opinion. Then we have Spencer Dinwiddle, who is joining the Washington Wizards. They uh, were looking for a point guard after they got rid of Russell Westbrook. And so now... Um, it looks like Spencer Dinwiddle is the guy. He's coming in and is going to be their uh, point guard, potentially. He was out with an ACL tear in his right knee, but he'll be back hopefully healthy going forward. Then we have free agent Semi Ojale from the Celtics, who agreed to a one-year deal with the Bucks. So he is now joining Milwaukee as a free agent. And I'd also like to point out that Milwaukee lost out to the Miami Heat, P.J. Tucker who signed with their team. So this is maybe a replacement, maybe not. He's a cheap option, for sure. Then we have the Denver Nuggets, who are re-signing two-year, $17 million agreement, Jermichael Green. So Jermichael Green is joining in the fold. He is back and is better than ever. So that is um, the situation. Very good for them and pretty solid situation. Los Angeles Lakers uh, got a bunch of moves. So I'm going to take a second to talk about the Russell Westbrook trade, which was one of the greatest moves for them, adding in a point guard who could be a veteran star, a showstopper, triple-double guy, who's going to have to take a step back because obviously if you got AD and LeBron, you can't do it all the way, um, and you can't go strong all the way um, and do everything like you can before. So he's going to have to take a step back, but I think he's going to work well. They are starting to kind of get their bench uh, figured out and they have added in Kent Bazemore to a one-year contract. They added in Dwight Howard, Trevor Reza, and Wayne Ellington in free agency, all of which played for the Lakers before Kent Bazemore played with them before he went to, I believe before he went to Golden State uh, a while ago. And Dwight Howard was there with Steve Nash, and then he came back and then left for Philly and is back again. Trevor Reza was there with Kobe Bryant in his early days, and now is back again, and Wayne Ellington was there for a short stint, and now is back again. So adding some much-needed role players and filling out the rest of their roster now that they have Russell Westbrook in the fold. Lakers are looking a lot better, and things are going in the right direction. Free agent point guard Max Struess is returning to the Miami Heat on a two-year $3.5 million deal. Pretty solid. For him, he was with Boston as, I think, an undrafted guy, went to Chicago, and now is in Miami. Six-time All-Star Blake Griffin is agreeing to a one-year deal to stay with Brooklyn. He was a big part of Brooklyn's 
group and his situation and yeah things are looking looking good for them so Blake Griffin is back Spencer Dinwiddle is gone then we have the Portland Trailblazers who were in the mix for uh, you know a bunch of different people and they were potentially gonna you know there was smoke and mirrors with the whole Damian Lillard situation whether he was gonna stay or whether he wanted out or whatever that didn't even happen at this point um, and there was nothing on that but what they did do was re-sign to a five-year, $90 million deal. Um, they brought Norm Powell back. And, yeah, he's he's come back. Pretty solid choice. Good player. Uh, I think he's going to work. And things are going to go uh, in their favor with uh, this move. I like him a lot. New Orleans Pelicans opened up a bunch of cap space to potentially re-sign Lonzo Ball. But instead went after free agent guard Devontae Graham on a four-year, $47 million dollar deal and this is this is a good one so new orleans is going to make this a sign-in trade so it is going to be trading a future 2022 lottery protected first to the charlotte hornets in um, this whole situation then we have the milwaukee bucks who are bringing back two-year nine million dollar deal bobby portis second year is a player option so um, yeah, Bobby Portis is coming back after a championship run. Cody Zeller, who was in uh, Charlotte, is now a backup in Portland. He signed a one-year deal with the Trailblazers to be part of their backup in their core. Then we have uh, Daniel Tice, who was part of Chicago and Boston. Now a four-year, $36 million deal with Houston Rockets um, and is leaving... Um, Chicago after a short stint after being traded from Boston to get there. Chicago, speaking of them, uh, added a four-year, $37 million deal with point guard Alex Caruso. So Alex Caruso's gone, Westbrook is in, and the Lakers now have their point guard, and now Chicago has Alex Caruso, who can come off the bench and be a backup. Next, we have Nicholas Batum, who was a Clipper, is returning for two-year deal which is a player option in the second year. He was um, stretched and waved with the Charlotte Gordon Hayward situation and now uh, has found his home in Los Angeles. Pretty good. We have the New York Knicks with a pair of moves, pair of moves. First, re-signing Derrick Rose to a three-year $43 million deal, and then Evan Fournier to a $78 million deal, four years. Fourth year is uh, a player option, or I think it might be a team option. Either way. Fournier is four years, $78 million, and three years, $43 million for Derrick Rose. New York Knicks not uh, slowing down. Um, I do think the Fournier move might be uh, a good one, but uh, we'll see what happens long term. Then we have uh, Mike Muscala has agreed to a two-year, $7 million deal to return with Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City does not have a ton of centers, and this is the only one they got at the moment, besides some of their draft choices. Then we have free agent Zach Collins, who was with Portland, is now with San Antonio for a three-year, $22 million deal. Good for him. Next, we have Gary Trent Jr., who is agreeing to a three-year, $54 million deal to return to Toronto. So, Norm Powell was traded for Gary Trent Jr. Both of those players are re-signing in their spots. There is a player option for the third year of Trent's contract. Then we have Furkan Korkmaz, who is a three-year, $15 million deal to return and stay with the 76ers. So um, 
can't complain about that. He was a pretty good role player for them. Can't really complain. Then we have a pair of Dallas Mavericks moves. The Dallas Mavericks adding wing Reggie Bullock to a deal and backup center to a new one-year deal, Boban Marjanovic. So they are basically giving him a three-year deal. Um, or he's been there for three years, I should say, Boban. And that will give him full bird rights next summer. Um, and then Reggie Bullock is just joining for the first time as a part of this team. And they also added in um, Dallas Mavericks. They added Sterling Brown, who was with Milwaukee back when Jason Kidd was in Milwaukee. And so they added him into the fold as well as a role player. So adding some smaller pieces. Mo Harkless is going to Sacramento. Two years, $9 million deal um, with that team. So um, that is um, where he is heading. Um, we have uh, Jeff Green and Jamichael uh, Green are both in Denver. And Jeff Green is a two-year, $10 million deal with the Nuggets. Player option for his second year. Pretty solid. Can't complain. Doing good. Um, he was good with um, Brooklyn, I will say. Then we have uh, Doug McDermott, who is leaving his spot. He is going from Indiana to San Antonio. Three-year, $42 million deal with the Spurs. Pretty good. I got to say, he's been a good sharpshooter. Then we have um, Phoenix Suns um, all-star point guard Chris Paul, who opted out of his $44 million option Sunday, has agreed to stay with the Suns on a four-year deal that could be worth $120 million. Holy moly. So Chris Paul is staying. There were rumors he might leave, and he is staying. Wow, that's good. Good for him. Big fan. Uh, so there's that. Then we have a pair of moves in Miami. So Duncan Robinson has agreed to a five-year, $90 million deal to stay with Miami. And just as a, a tidbit, is the largest ever for an undrafted player. Largest deal for an undrafted player. Pretty good. Good for him, Duncan Robinson. And they also added in Kyle Lowry, who had um, you know, indicated that he potentially wanted to go to wanted to go somewhere else, and there were interest from a bunch of teams, and it was in fact Miami who won out. So big three, Kyle Lowry, uh, Bam Adebayo, and Jimmy Butler in South Beach. Then we have TJ McConnell, who is four-year, $35.2 million deal to stay with Indiana. So good for him. Good move, and you cannot complain there. We have a couple of re-signings with Mike Conley staying in Utah. Three-year, $75.2 million deal, doing big things. And Will Barton agreed to a two-year, $32 million deal to stay with the Denver Nuggets. So a bunch of re-signings right there. Also a re-signing is Jared Allen. Agreed to a five-year, $100 million deal to stay with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Big money. Good job, Jared Allen, because I like him. He's a good center. Then we have Kelly Olenek, who has been replaced by Daniel Tyson Houston. He is going three years, $37 million deal to Detroit. So Detroit trades, um, they trade uh, Mason Plumley to the um, Charlotte Hornets, who let Cody Zeller go to Portland. And then they have um, Kelly Olenek going to um, going to the Detroit Pistons. And then um, we have Daniel Tice going to Houston. So a bunch of centers moving around all different places. 
New York Knicks are up next. So the Knicks have made a pair of moves, retaining Alec Burks to a $30 million deal and center Netherlands Noel to a $32 million deal. So that is pretty good. Um, and that is, uh, that is good for sure. So we have um, some big news involving Lonzo. So Lonzo is heading to Chicago. He is a bull. So what the deal is going to be, um, Thomas Sadoransky, second round pick, and um, also Garrett Temple, all three of those guys will be sign and trade, or all the three of those pieces will be sign and trade for Lonzo Ball. So um, yeah, you know, uh, Devontae Graham and Thomas Sadoransky are in New Orleans with Garrett Temple, and then we see Lonzo and Zach Levine as point guard, shooting guard combo in Chicago. So there is that. I honestly could have, um, or I should say, I would have liked to see Lonzo Ball in Charlotte, but I don't know if Michael Jordan could have handled both Lonzo, Lamelo, and then they just added Leangelo, and then Lavar. That's way too many balls in uh, uh, Charlotte. So uh, he is now in Chicago. Lonzo is um, doing uh, a big thing, and this could hasn't been finalized, but it could be a three-team deal with Devonte Graham thrown in somehow and make it work uh, there. So um, who knows what is going to happen on that one. So, uh, yeah, that's the deal for them. And that's where they sit at the moment. Um, and, yeah, that is that is uh, that one. So in terms of what's left over and what is the aftermath of what we're dealing with here. So if you want to look at it and... Look at who is um, potentially uh, available, at least at this point. Um, and we're going to look at some of the biggest uh, names um, at this point in free agency who are still left on the board. So we have Dennis Schroeder, Reggie Jackson, Patty Mills, Lou Williams, Victor Oladipo, Avery Bradley, George Hill, Josh Hart, Terrence Davis, Kendrick Nunn, Talon Horton Tucker, Danny Green, Byron Forbes, J.J. Redick, Wesley Matthews, Langston Galloway, Tyler Johnson, and David Nwaba are the notable guards. We have for notable wings, Kawhi Leonard, who's probably going to resign with the Clippers, but he is available at this point. DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, Kelly Oubre, Bruce Brown, Tony Schnell, Iguodala, James Ennis, and Georges Nang. And then in terms of the notable forwards slash bigs, John Collins and Laurie Marketing, both restricted. Paul Millsap, Andre Drummond, Nemjala Beljinka, Mike Scott, Markeith Morris, James Johnson, Carmelo, Taj Gibson, Therum Birch, uh, Ennis Cantor, Robin Lopez, Hassan Whiteside, and Bismack Biombo. Now, there are sure are others who are available, but those are not um, mentioned in uh, this tweet that I was looking at, um, and they're probably not as good. And so those are the big names that are left over. Probably on day two, we will see a lot more of those names get off the board. And there are, I believe, only a handful of teams who haven't made any moves in free agency. The Boston Celtics are one of them, which uh, they did make some trades. Uh, and Memphis, who traded Valanchunas in that Stephen Adams deal. And um, Orlando uh, also hasn't made any free agency moves at this point. Um, so, uh, we have, um, three teams right there who haven't, uh, done anything yet on day one. And, um, I think there might be a fourth team as well, which, uh, 
kind of drawing a blank. Minnesota. Minnesota hasn't done anything either. So those four teams, Boston and Minnesota, and um, we have Orlando and Memphis have not made any free agency moves to date. So um, day two might be their day, but we'll see what happens uh, moving forward. And, you know, that's kind of where free agency is at the moment. You know, Miami's really just going all out. And New York Knicks are as well with Fournier and some of these other guys. And I think the Lakers have done great with Russell Westbrook and adding in these role players. And Carmelo might go to the Lakers as a free agent. And I got to say, things things are looking good. And there's been a lot of movement, a lot of things uh, taking place, a lot of, uh, you know, different situations. And so, you know... Free agency has been pretty good. This free agency, there's been a lot of great role players kind of switching hands and going different places. And, you know, I think there are a lot of teams that have cap space. And, you know, there's potential for big free agents to be available. And so um, I want to talk about something which is a finality to this podcast episode, which is Giannis signed a long-term deal in, um, in Milwaukee. And... Last year or two years ago, everyone talked about 2021 being a big free agency with a bunch of, you know, big names. And there were big names, but it wasn't what everyone expected. It was a little bit of role players and some big names, but mostly just it wasn't as big as people expected. And so a lot of people now are saying, okay, well, 2022 is a big free agency with Bradley Beal and a bunch of these other names. I feel like there's a trend where there are a bunch of guys who could potentially be free agents in a certain year. And everyone's like, oh, it's a big free agency. And they write articles about it and tweets. And it ends up being less than that. And there's usually one or two big-name free agents who are on the board. And there's a bunch of good role players, a bunch of good free agents, young guys. But what everyone is expecting, you know, oh, this guy has a player option. This guy's, you know, restricted free agent. This guy's, you know, a free agent. But he's been with the same team for, like, eight years. So he's probably not going to leave, you know. They always talk about how this is the free agency where there's a bunch of big names and it's going to be this and that. And they said that about 2021 and all the big names. But slowly but surely, those big names came off the board because they re-signed long-term or they you know, were traded and re-signed somewhere or what have you. And the names everyone expected weren't as big. And obviously, there's great role players and great guys on the board. And you know, there's still a bunch of big names or at least good role players left. But a lot of people now are focusing, oh, 2022 is going to be a big year, and that's the situation, and things are going to be great. But will it, though? Will it be that big? I mean, the biggest names on the board are Steph Curry, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. Now, everyone's going to be like, oh, it's great. A lot of names. The three guys from Brooklyn are going to resign in Brooklyn. That's just how it is. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie, they're resigning. Steph Curry already resigned long-term, I think, with um, Golden State. So he's going. He's not going anywhere. So it's really just Bradley Beal is the big name who could be a free agent. And who knows if he will. He could keep his player option and stay. And they could re-sign something. Who knows? But he's the only guy of that list who's a big free agent that they're like, oh, he's going to be available and he could go somewhere else and whatnot. And I think he probably will be a free agent whether he re-signs in Washington or not. But I feel like every year... We talk about the big free agency coming. And next year's free agency class is great because there's all these names. But throughout the year and throughout, you know, just throughout time, they slowly come off the board. And what was 
potential for a big free agency class is not as big, right? And so now teams who have been spending less money and been saving and trading players to get out of big contracts, what do they do, right? Now, obviously, there are some big free agents that have, you know, implications for the rest of, you know, how things turn out. And they go different places and they, you know, fill in the, the extra, you know, cap space for some teams. But for the majority of NBA teams in free agency, they don't get, you know, the big name. And they have all this cap space saved up because they were planning on that, right? Like, the Dallas Mavericks had a shit ton of cap space this year. And they still got moves they can make, but they're not going to go after the biggest names. And it doesn't seem like they're going to get any of those guys. And... You know, Toronto had hopes with all this cap space of potentially being a player for Giannis if he became a free agent, but he didn't. And their free agency situation is not the same, and they're not going to have any big names coming in. And so Kyle Lowry's gone, and they're going to have cap space, but what are they going to do for the future? Are they going to save that cap space for later, or are they going to go out there and add in some pieces and fill their cap space and get their team to be better? Now... Who knows? But the way that the NBA is, we're not seeing these big names on free agency. A lot of them are getting signed or re-signed early on. And, you know, their contracts will be settled. And, you know, there's the potential for um, the free agency that everyone assumes is going to be great to be a little bit more average to mediocre. Because those big names that were once available are no longer available because they re-signed with their teams or they get traded and then sign with the new team and so you know I think 2022 isn't going to be super huge I think there'll be a big name and I think that's Bradley Beal but I think it'll be like this year right this year we had Kyle Lowry Kawhi Leonard could potentially be that big name that uh if he goes somewhere else if not then he just resigned with the Clippers but I could see 2022 being Bradley Beal and other role players getting moved around and I don't see a situation in which there's a bunch of these big names on the board for next year and, you know, it's going to be the case. And, you know, if you look at 2022 and their NBA free agents at the moment, you know, we'll just kind of go go at it from here. Uh, so we have John Wall, who has a player option. He's probably going to accept that. James Harden, who has a player option, he's probably going to accept that or sign a new deal. We have Russell Westbrook, who most likely has um, a player option. He's going to probably stay in Los Angeles and either re-sign with them or uh, just keep his player option, right? We have Kevin Durant, who's going to stick around in Brooklyn, most likely. Steph Curry, who's going to probably stay in Golden State. That's the situation. We have Kemba, who's going to probably get traded at some point during the season and then stay with said team. Jimmy Butler is going to just resign. I think he just resigned like a big deal or is going to. So he's sticking around there. Kyrie's going to stick around in Brooklyn. So the only one is Bradley Beal. And there are potentially a lot of names on the board. Potentially Julius Randle could be uh, someone. Uh, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, Terry Rozier. Um, and there's a bunch of uh, names of role players who will have, you know, contracts that are up and can be part of this 2022 free agency. But of the really, really superstar names, it's only really going to be Bradley Beal, and that's if he opts out. He could stick around, and we could have just 
Zach Levine, Julius Randle as your headliners, and those two guys could even, you know, stay where they are, and it could be kind of just a bunch of role players. So I feel like every free agency, we're kind of like, oh, this is going to be a big one. And then guys come off the board because they re-sign places and they don't go anywhere new.